We give thanks to God for the messages we have heard already. And this morning we are talking about unity in Christ Jesus or unity in his church. Unity. Shall we pray together? Lord God Almighty, beyond my preparation, I pray that you speak forth unto your children and that the ears that will hear this message will hear well and understand. Lord, we pray to shift us from where we have been looking so lukewarm to getting into business for you. For the desires of your heart, O oh Lord, our Father and our God, we want to fulfill. We pray, Lord God Almighty, that you grant even the enabling. Speak, Lord. Speak. For your children are ready to hear. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Can I hear a sound in amen? Amen. I was just whispering to Reverend Oyeni Anoyebu. But the way we say the lost prayer in this church is so something. Ah, very weak. Very, very weak. The lost prayer that we have actually known from memory, I mean, by memory since we were young, we should be able to say it, and this place you shake. For the Lord God Almighty taught us that prayer. The Lord will help us. Children of God, do you agree with me that Nigeria is a great country? Do you agree with me that God has blessed this nation Oh, so much so that we don't lack anything, really. Do you agree with me? Hmm. And I know that the conclusion that we always have is that what we lack in Nigeria is what? Huh? Okay. I'm hearing different things now, but I'm hearing more of leadership. May I submit to you, children of God, that there is something that we lack greater than leadership. I believe sincerely that this nation lacks unity. We are not united. We are far from being united. Our national anthem closes the first stanza with to serve with all with heart and mind and might, one nation bound in freedom, peace, and unity. Sincerely speaking, if we will be united, we'll move. Check all the sentences of our anthem and you will see that we are far from keeping those salient points written for our Remembrance. In the old national anthem, which actually we sang from 1960 to 1978, you still remember Nigeria, we held it. Huh? A particular place says, though tribe and tongue may differ, in brotherhood we stand. Children of God, 
we are far from standing as a brotherhood. You may not agree with me, but I know that indeed we have a country in which we have three countries or more only pretending to be one. For those who are old enough to, under, to, to, to remember, you know the slogan that actually we loved so much to hear from the television and radio and so on and so forth when we were at Civil War in, the in 1967 to 1969. What was the slogan? To keep Nigeria one is a task that must be done. Unity is important for any nation to really stand. If we are not united, forget it. The Lord Jesus Christ said, said it. Huh? If a house is divided against itself, it will not stand. Let me now talk about a kingdom that is by far greater than every other kingdom on earth. The kingdom of our God and of his Christ. The desire of Jesus Christ our Lord concerning the church of God that represents the kingdom of God here on earth is that we'll be united. He prayed for unity in John chapter 7, 17. He prayed that we may be one. That was the longest priestly prayer recorded concerning of Jesus Christ. If you turn your Bibles to John chapter 17, I don't know whether yours actually treated it as it's treated in my Bible. That passage can be divided into three sections. Three sections. Verses 1 to 5, Jesus Christ was praying for himself. In verses 6 to 19, he prayed for the 11 disciples that were around him. And in verses 20 to 26, he prayed for all believers yet to come, for you and for me. The center of Jesus' prayer for believers then and now is the unity of Christianity. The unity of his church. Because by this, the church will make much impact in the world. Only by our unity will the world believe that God had sent Jesus, his son, to be the savior of mankind. It is important, therefore, to examine together what Jesus Christ prayed for concerning you and me on the night before his arrest and eventually before he was crucified on the cross. Jesus prays for the unity of the church 
of all things that one will actually think Jesus Christ would remember to pray for. At a time when he knew that the trials will come and the suppression from his disciples will actually be very glaring. He did not pray for strength for himself. He did not pray for the disciples to be bold enough to actually stay by him. He did not pray for the angels to come down from heaven and scatter away all his enemies. He prayed, oh, for the unity of his church. When he prayed for the 11 disciples, his concern was the unity that must exist among them. Let's see verse 11 of that chapter, chapter 17, John. John 17 together. Verse 11. Now I am no longer in the world, but these are in the world. And I come to you, Holy Father, keep through your name those whom you have given to me, that they may be one as we are. That they may be one as we are. Why will Jesus Christ actually focus on this? You remember very well that there was there were occasions of power struggle among the disciples. James and John had gone to their mother. You are an auntie to Jesus. Go ask him. Go tell him to give us prominent positions in his kingdom. One of us on his right, one on his left. And the Lord looked. And you know what actually proceeded after that. Can you drink the cup I'm about to drink? And if you can drink it, it is not for me to put you in any place but my father. And then you remember very well also in the book of Luke, chapter 9. Verse 46 and following. The argument that went amongst them. Who is the greatest amongst us? What a canon mind. Who is the greatest? The Lord Jesus Christ said, Ah, you don't know what actually I'm saying. The least of you. One who actually will be servant of all, slave of all, is the greatest. Children of God. That is why the Lord had to plea. The Lord Jesus Christ had to plea to his father. Lord, make them to be one. And I say to you, brothers and sisters, fathers and mothers in Christ, that if those who lived with Jesus Christ, those who touched him, those who ate with him, those who heard the sound of his voice, who asked questions, directly and were given answers could actually be this canal. What do you think will happen to those, to those of us who have not seen him but believed in him by faith? 
right from verse 20. He repeated this unity in so many, so many ways. The unity and the unity that we talk, Jesus Christ was talking about can only be found in one source. And that is, it must center in Jesus Christ only. Ikoi Baptist Church belongs to no man but to Jesus. The moment this church belongs to a man, it ceases to be the church of Christ. The Catholic Church must not belong to any man. It must belong to Jesus. Why? He said, after Peter was bold enough to profess that he was the son of God, the savior of the world, he said, upon this confession, I will build my church and the gates of hell would not prevail against it. Upon the confession that is found in Matthew chapter 16 verse 18. But let's come to the reality of what we have today. Are we one? Are we united? Is the church of God united? I found something disturbing as to the pronouncement of Jesus Christ and I know that Jesus will never utter a word that he did not mean in the book of Luke chapter 18 verse 8b the Lord asked a question that is mind boggling when the son of man comes will he really will he really find faith on the earth. A study was, cons was actually uh, conducted of recent by a Methodist minister, Gordon Melton, and um, he concentrated on churches in America alone. Guess what? It is amazing that there are at least 1,200 denominations. One thousand two hundred denominations of churches. One thing that caught my attention is this: that we have Baptist Church and that at the same time we have another group called Spirit Baptist Church. I never heard of that before. Which one is it? Baptist Church? Spirit Baptist Church? Ah, what is leading the other Baptist Church? Huh? In Nigeria, you know that we have Baptist and then we have Gospel Baptist. Some of us were alive when Gospel Baptist started. But let me actually bring about this. Within the Baptists in America, huh, Baptist denomination, 
we have well over 70 different kinds. Ah, I never knew. I thought that I lived in America for a while, but I never heard this. Do you know that they have Seventh-day Baptist Church? Huh? Hear this one. The seed in the spirit predestinarian Baptist. That's another denomination. The seed in the spirit predestinarian Baptist. Then we have general Baptist, regular Baptist, Southern Baptist, American Baptist, independent Baptist, and so on and so forth. And one would actually want to say, why? Why? Let me go straight to not even wanting to include all the things that actually, all the jargons that we have formed by ourselves in this world when we are calling for unity but we are so divided. What must we do to actualize the desire of Jesus Christ for his church? What must we do? The first thing that I see is this. We must abide in Christ. We must abide in Christ. A lot of us have gone astray. We have gone our own way. We have decided to look upon ourselves, not upon Christ, who is the head of his church. God the Father was in Christ. And Christ was in God the Father. Whatever Christ sees the Father do, that he does. And he says nothing of his own except that which he hears the Father say. Please put on board John 5, 19. John chapter 5, verse 19. Then Jesus answered and said to them, most assuredly, I say to you, the son can do nothing of himself but what he sees the father do. For whatever he does, the son also does in like manner. What about John 12, 49? John 12, 49. See here. For I have not I have not spoken on my own authority. But the Father who sent me gave me a command and what is I should, I mean, what I should say and what I should speak. Jesus Christ, our Lord, would depend totally on his Father because he was sent and a messenger is not greater than the one who, is, who has sent him. But today, we know more than Jesus. Huh? Today, ah, we must make a name for ourselves. See our names in light. Be recognized by the people. Held by them. Clapped by, to, to, uh, to us. And therefore, 
any iota opportunity that we have to found a church and call it by her name will be there. I found one thing. They called a particular denomination John Kennedy something church. Huh? John Kennedy. Did he even go to church when he was alive? Lutheran church, you would remember. Huh? Lutheran. I mean, uh, Martin Luther was against any church called after him. It was when he died that some who actually just wanted to remember him or whatever from the Lutheran church. What a worm like me will now be named for the church of Christ that he died for. Children of God, we've missed the point. Only God can direct us back if we allow him. The second thing that I believe that we need to do is we need to focus on what unites us rather than what divides us. The main thing in life is this, is to keep the main thing as the main thing. In the local church, we must be found majoring in the major and not in the minor. We must focus our hearts and minds on Christian essentials. There are beliefs that have, that have eternal purpose, eternal value. And there are decisions that we can make that only will last here. For instance, uh, why should we divide ourselves if we say that, okay, we want to change the paint of this building uh, to red? Does the building save? I've mentioned a few things that are worth dying for in Christendom, in Christianity. One, do you believe that the Bible is the word of God? Do you? Church? Wonderful. Do you believe that Jesus Christ is the son of God and therefore he is God? Hmm. Wonderful. Do you believe that salvation is by grace through faith in Christ Jesus only? Do you believe that Jesus died and was raised from the dead? Do you believe that Jesus Christ is coming back again? These things, sincerely speaking, if anybody will speak against it, I will stand and risk my life. If, they, if I die because of it, I will die. There are some things that actually don't matter at all. And they have caused division in the church of God so badly to the point that we become enemies of ourselves. The Lord's Supper is served here now. What is the big thing if they say that it is the very body and the very blood of Jesus Christ? 
Does that take anything away from me? What is it if someone says, oh, no, no, it, it's only the presence, the, spirit, the spiritual presence of God that is actually there, the, of Christ that is there. And what actually does it matter if they say that, oh, no, 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 it's just a symbol. These things have divided us. And we see that salvation is not found in this, you know. This points to the one who actually can save us. Salvation is found only in Jesus. What about baptism? Church? Huh? I'm baptized by immersion. I'm baptized by sprinkling. sprinkling. I'm baptized by pouring. I'm not even baptized at all, but I have faith in Jesus Christ. What, what does it, what matters? Is it Jesus or the mode of your baptism? I am a Baptist. And I'm proud to say that. But church, the day a young lady challenged me, uh, while I was serving this Lord's Supper, and I got to her, and uh, she said, Pastor, I am not baptized, but I have given my life to Jesus Christ. Am I able now to participate in the Lord's Supper? Am I eligible? And sincerely speaking, I will have wasted my time there. Do you know what I said? Please see me after the service. <laughs> Do you know why? Huh? It is a question that I myself must answer correctly and faithfully. Sincerely speaking, my not taking the Lord's Supper or my not being baptized by immersion does not in any way remove me from the book of life. You remember the thief on the cross? Was he baptized? Did he take the Lord's Supper? What did Jesus Christ say to him? Today, today, you will be with me in paradise. We have let, let the minor things divide us. Church of God, let me ask you. Let me ask you this question. What makes you a Christian? Is it Christ Jesus or your denomination or both? Ah, children of God, it is very, very important for us to consider our ways. Our disagreements are not based on the essential things, but on minors, on shadows, on images, on inconsequential matters, things that actually have no bearing with Christ Jesus. And it is, I believe that we are making the heart of Jesus to bleed again concerning us. That is why we are not effective in a world that needs a savior. That is why the world is not glorified by God himself. That is why we are so weak. We fight ourselves 
I read a story about two important uh, theologians, George Whitfield and Charles Wesley. George Whitfield believes that salvation can only actually be by God himself directing the people according to his will. That is not predestination. It's about the sovereignty of God. While Charles Wesley says, yes, God saves those who have been saved, but every man, every woman, every boy, every girl must exercise his choice because God has not made us robots. Oh, the, the prayers of their days actually made a wonderful, you know, news about them to the point that one of them went to George Whitfield. Will you see, will you see Charles Wesley in heaven or is he going to hell? Imagine. Thank God because he just replied and said, no, I won't see him in heaven and I'll tell you. But when he said, I won't see him in heaven, oh, the reporters were very, very anxious to say, aha, uh -huh, he's going to hell. He said, no. You see, you and I will be far from reaching him because he will be very close to the Savior. Why will we be stretching our head, our neck to see him? Huh? Upon the fact that you disagree on theological matters, say, look, my own theory does not prove that that is actually the theory of God. Children of God, I pray sincerely that we'll be able to see the many ways we can divide ourselves. Let me say once again, I have never been so concerned about Equity Baptist Church than now. We have multi staff ministry. And by the way, church, Jesus prayed for unity, not uniformity. Alright? See us. We are different in our approaches. Different. I can actually be settled with the mode of prayers of anybody here. Some of you may not like it. You may not like it when I pray. You may not like it when Reverend Oyegbu uh, prays or when Reverend Oyeni prays or when Reverend Babalola prays or when Reverend Mrs. Adigwiga prays or whatever because you think actually that uh, uh, it's more Pentecostal, it's, more, it's too Baptistic, it's this, too this and so on and so forth. Let me tell you what. What kind of prayer does God answer? The prayer from the heart. The prayer from the heart. If anyone will cause division by saying that I am for this or for that, you are sowing discord. And God will not be happy with you. Don't ever divide the church. Rather, seek for her unity. Divided 
we fall. United, we stand. Jesus prayed for this. And the prayer of Jesus will eventually be answered. Not necessarily by our own doing. Because when he decreed it, when he, he made a decree, the gates of hell will not prevail against my church. Ha! If not for that decree, I tell you what, Satan would have actually gone all his way to destroy the church. But the decree of Christ stands forever. As to the unity that he pleaded for, you can make it happen. I can make it happen. And by the grace of God, it shall not be said of us when we come to Jesus, why did you divide my church? 